Welcome to My Secrets to Stamina. I'm Cindy Novotny, and they deem me the radical mentor for a real serious reason, because I'm the one that lets you know how we're going to get it done and when we're going to get it done. For any of my new listeners, I'm so excited to have you. The past few years, I've been talking about what my secrets are to living with no balance and loving it and having the stamina to do it all. I'm thrilled to have this platform that allows me to share so many ideas and and talk to so many people about their unique balance. Not the balance that others think you should have, but the balance you should have. This podcast provides takeaways, tips, advice from myself and guests on how to live the life you want to live. I'm here to help you live that life without the standard definition of balance. So with that, I am so excited to introduce you to a longtime good friend of mine. And I met her years ago, I believe, at Engage. I think that was it. But Mirna mm-hmm. Darami, right? I love it. So excited to yes. have you. And so you know, excited to be here. Oh, it's great. You know, you are an expert in your field. You're a guru in marketing, branding, digital optimization. You've got so many amazing things to share with people and information. I know that everybody listening is going to learn so much because your background and story about how you make it all happen is incredible. So without further ado, welcome Mirna. Thank you so much, so much. Like I said, it's it's been an honor just being a friend. You've been a mentor to me. So to be on this platform and having this conversation with you is not just a highlight for the day, but it's definitely something that I think I'll I'll cherish for a while. So thank you for having me. Yeah, one, I'm glad that I makes you feel good. So let's <laughs> go ahead and start by having you share your background and your story. Just uh, tell us a little bit more about uh, who you are. Sure. My name is Myrna Durami, and I call myself a digital media optimization specialist. What that basically means is I help businesses and brands become the best digital versions of themselves, whether it is that they need help from an outward-facing meaning you know, how they actually engage with their audience online, outward bound, or internally, like if they need help with streamlining any of their workflow processes, making it easier. I'm all about maximizing and working smarter, not harder. So I literally will go in and dissect processes in businesses and help them streamline what they do. And so it's been a fun journey. I mean, I've worked, and I think you and I have joked about this, between working from you know, consulting with penile implant surgeons, which yes, I said penile implant surgeons, to funeral home directors and all things in between, specifically in the world of um, bridal, you know, I've worked with every facet of the business, whether it was, you know, with the publications to some of the manufacturers that create products for brides. So it's been a great ride. Oh, yeah. And it's been so fun, you know, watching you go through this. And I think back to during COVID, how you helped us with things and we would always be on the phone and talking. And, you know, it was people like you and me, I think, that just said, we're not going to let this stop us. And we just kept going. And I I will always remember those calls for sure. Oh, and, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I know one of the hot topics today uh, is the new paradigm shift in marketing. I think it has everybody you know, kind of scratching their head and trying to figure out, you know, what does this really mean? So why don't you take a few minutes and tell a little bit about, you know, how people can learn about what to do in their businesses and, and how this applies to, to, it doesn't matter what field you're in. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, I feel like, you know, the pandemic shook everyone in a lot of different ways, specifically when it comes to business. Um, every business that I know, whether it was a service-oriented business or an online business or something brick and mortar, um, they all had to reevaluate and kind of assess what they were doing in order to either sustain, keep alive or shift so that they could, you know, cater to their customers. And so, you know, now that we're in the aftermath of all that, I think a lot of things came to light. And one of those things that I think really came to light is the fact that as a consumer in today's, you know, marketing space, we don't understand the difference between experience and products, like a physical, tangible good. Like we look at the whole entire thing, meaning the moment I engage with a business or a brand, I am looking to see how they can make me feel good. Whether it is an unboxing event of an actual product, whether it's the sense that I smell when I walk into the space, Everything, it, everything considering in that experience is now what I'm deeming the product or what I'm actually buying into. And wow. so I think that's kind of shifted people to start really thinking about what they're doing to provide value and how they're providing these experiences that are a value add and differentiating themselves from their competitors. So I think that's yeah. the biggest shift that I've seen. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, and I, I talk about the, this all the time, but in a different kind of context, because I always have talked about the fact that it's very blurred when you look at service and you look at the product, it really, nobody really cares about that as much as they care about what's the overall experience. No buyer's remorse. Don't make it so hard for me to work with you. So that's, that's really interesting that it is exactly. completely shifting. I, I love, I actually love that. And, you know, I love it too. Yeah. I think it's, I think everybody needs to pay close attention to this. You know, it's like, don't make me go on your website and fill out 47 forms before you'll talk to me. I mean, just get on the phone. And I think this is something that I'm trying to stress, you know, please just let's get back to talking. You can save so much time, energy, and money by getting a customer or a prospect on the phone with you to really ask a few questions and uncover what they need. So you can then move into creating that great experience. I really think that's important. It's so important, especially if you're creating, if, if your goal of you is to create an amazing experience with, you know, a customer, AI is wonderful. And the tools that are out there today can blow your mind. Sometimes it even makes you question whether or not you're speaking to a real person or not through a chatbot or something. But ultimately, it all comes down to making it so that the experience is pretty seamless and meeting the customer where they are at the time of their journey. Um, I think that's a huge one, too that I think a lot of businesses really need to start paying attention to because you may be trying to court them too soon and do some things too soon in their journey of committing or in their journey of building any type of loyalty to you. Right. Um, and I think that's something that, you know, from a digital touch point perspective, I think is very important for businesses to understand. Again, you know, as soon as they are engaging with you, nine times out of 10, they've kind of scrubbed you all, all online to see, what you look like, who you're, you know, who you are, what you're saying in terms of your messaging. So it, it starts from even, like I said, before you even make contact with the person. Um, and to your point, I think it all comes down to like, again, those small, minute little touches that you can add to create a, a valuable experience for people. Okay. So let me just, before I go into DMO and everything and the AI, it really does scare me. I've got to tell you. And I, I, I've said this for years. Okay. And I'm so not the techie. I think, you know, it's very clear. All right. But 
for years, way before all this, I said, if you're transactional, if you're an order taker, you know, because I'm dealing with a lot of salespeople and guest service, if you're just transactional, you are going to be replaced by technology. And I said that mm-hmm. way, I, I mean, for 10 years, I've been saying that. And, yep. you know, some people listen to me, but I didn't really have the answer of what it would be replaced by. Of course, I didn't, you know, even know AI existed at that point. But then when I, you know, I, I just recently, we were with a, a client and they had a, we had an AI demonstration. And so one of the trainers on my team, Tina just said, well, I'm going to ask it to write a song, like a jingle about Master Connection Associates. And, and we gave them like three words, sales, leadership, and service, which is what we, and, and I'm not kidding, in less than two minutes, this like bot AI, whatever wrote this jingle that you could actually then just make a little commercial with and bang, you're gone. And I thought, okay, if I was out there and I was one of those musicians or talent that does the jingles for the mattress commercials, I would be just like saying, wow, I better step it up. Yes, exactly. I mean, that's what's happening with the copywriters out there um, because the, the latest and greatest new shiny objects is something called chat GPT. Um, right. and there's another one called Jasper. And I mean, they are giving copywriters a run for their money because they are creating content that really, really is convincing um, to, see, to seem as if it's you know, authentic and a person. Um, so my, my comeback to that is, it's still always gonna be a tool. Um, search engines like Google are actually trying to do things to ding people who literally copy and paste um, some of the some of this content. So there is going to be some kind of protocols in the utilization of it. But right now, since it's so fresh, um, we're kind of scrambling to figure all that out. So yeah, because do, the people you know. so I saw, I saw one um, gentleman put together a white paper. And again, I was on a plane, I just like it. I'm so curious. And he showed me and then exactly what uh, chat is a G- GPT, right? That was called mm-hmm. chat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Chat he showed GPT. me, yep. And he said, so, uh, so he's reading it. I'm reading it. He's got my computer, his computer, and I'm looking at it. He said, so what I'm doing is I'm going in and I'm cleaning it up and adding my two bits. But he said, this just literally saved me hours. And I thought, I, I just, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's where my good old fashioned, like you're a copywriter and you have talent and you're good. And now, now, now some computer can do it for you. Right. <laughs> exactly. It's the I know. Jetsons. I know some of you listening to me will not know who the Jetsons are, but just Google it because, <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, I, it's it's coming. A robot will be serving my cocktails very soon. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. I do know what the Jetsons are. And I, too, see so many things where I'm like, oh, my gosh, like FaceTime, all the things. They knew it. They, had they it knew it. The refrigerator <laughs> talked to them. I mean, oh my gosh. So let's take it. a moment. And I know DMO now is the new SEO and explain that because I don't even think, you know, search engine optimization. I don't think half the people that are not in tech understand, you know, what this has to do with marketing and branding. I mean, everybody gets it, but I don't really think they, they know it. So talk a little right. bit about DMO and describe exactly what that is and how it's really the new SEO. No, perfect. So yeah, so search engine optimization, that's the acronym SEO, is literally, in a nutshell, the free or organic way that search engines like Google, Yahoo, Bing, um, bring information up when somebody puts something into the search query. So for example, when you go to Google and you type in, you know, best restaurants near me, and you want it to come up with this list, 
what happens in SEO or the whole object of SEO is that Google or a search engine, because that's what Google is, takes that information, takes the information you give or you're requesting, and from it, they're looking to see by relevancy what resources they can provide you to help answer the question you're you're trying to answer. And that's what search engine optimization is. It's literally a way for you to build tactics and strategies. And I call it an art form because there's no exact science on how to get yourself to rank in those like top positions. You have to kind of, you know, based on whatever you're doing in the digital market space, it varies from person to person. You kind of have to use some strategies, some tactics in order to get yourself to be found. And that's what SEO is in a nutshell. But you fast forward to today, you know, we're talking about AI and just the fact that technology keeps changing, like, and it's changing so rapidly. Google is not the only search engine out there. There is search engines on every single platform that we use, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, YouTube. Right. So because of that, you can't just think it's just one element. It needs to have more of a holistic approach. So I created a framework saying that if you're going to create any digital content, whatever it is, whether it's copy that you're putting some words on a, a web page or it's video or it's images, you need to make sure that they're optimized across every all, all like all the platforms. And so there's a foundational framework in doing that. And that's what DMO is. So that's why I feel that DMO is basically taking over SEO because it's not just about the, the mundane things that you know, everyone knows, and when I say everyone, the techies probably know about SEO, which is some of the backend elements you need to add to a website page. Right. Um, and so when I say that, it's like, you know, common sense things like a website or a search engine, you know, can't necessarily scan or understand or interpret an image. So what you need to do is you need to add some elements to that image so that it can become more easily readable across the web. So this is where I say, you know, looking at everything from a more holistic approach and making it easier, not just for your customers to find you, but also for these search engines to do the job of connecting you is what you need to do. Right. And so that's digital marketing optimization. Is that right? Yeah. Digital media optimization. D correct. DML. Digital media optimization. Okay. You know, and again, there's... Um, I just worked with a company that's in the direct marketing space for short form, long form TV and digital marketing ads, you know, the, the mattress commercials and TV, you know, yeah. oh, you know, 1-800 and this promo code. And I, I mean, that blew me away. It's like the fact that we were even doing some training with them and it was like, you know, a life lesson in learning fast what all that was about. And that's a little bit about what you're talking about because it was all digital platform. Mm hmm. Everything. Yeah. Anything that you're creating in digital platform and, and these days and in, in this day and age, it's like you have to think about it like, yes, you're producing this for your customer or your your audience, but you're also producing it so that these search engines, a.k.a. these bots out there could interpret them easier so that they can actually like spread the word. You know, how do you how do you make it so it can broadcast even larger? And, and so um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, okay, now this is really a silly. I know no questions, silly. That's why I ever tell everybody that asks me questions. So, you know, we've, I've said bot for all, all the time it's been around, but is that like short for like robot? What is bot short for? What is that? So a bot literally is another computer that's scanning uh, the content on the web. So literally wow. it's, it's scrubbing the web to index and they call it scan index content. Cause yeah. all that's all done when you, when they actually used to say the world wide web, it was yeah. actually because of, you know, 
there's a, a web of a whole bunch of computers that are connected um, and basically sharing data back and forth. Wow. And so when they used to say spiders, remember they used to, used to use the yes. word spiders or crawling, it's this whole concept of, you know, connecting these computers and making those connections between computer to computer. Hence why um, we get that's what so much. Hence why we get Exactly. So yeah, no, this exactly. is also, I mean, this is happening so, like, uh, all the time. I just like, wow. But anyway, on to the positive side of it. Uh, <laughs> and so you recently were approached by a medical device company to help. I know with their, we had chatted about this with their field marketing team. So share a little bit about that. Cause that's also incredibly interesting to show your, your broad knowledge of, uh, you know, from marketing to digital to tech, everything. So share a little bit about that. I know it's so interesting, like in the world of medical, um, even that, like the shift of where back in the day, you would believe your doctor or trust your doctor and what they said. And if they gave you advice on how to how to be treated, you kind of just ran with it, right? You'd be like, okay, that's what the doctor said. But fast forward to now where we have information at our fingertips, Google, AKA, you know, Dr. Google, um, right. is a great way to get a lot of insight on, you know, therapies, treatments, that kind of thing. So what's happening in the medical world is, um, they're needing to be some credibility establishment and, you know, there's trust building, you know, they have to rebuild a lot of trust. And so um, I was courted with, by this company who created a medical device and they're, help, they're working with several physicians out there to help spread the word and, you know, normalize something that's very prevalent in our society and they have a device that treats it. So it's been fun to kind of navigate and advise these physicians who are not marketers on how to better establish trust, especially in the digital space. And so yeah, that's what I've been working on. Because the doctors will all tell you, don't, don't Google this, don't Google this. Yeah, exactly. Lately, <laughs> I've been in some of my doctor's offices where they're trying to explain something to me and they just Google it right in the office. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, okay. So um, I'm paying all this money and you're just Googling it too. So I guess we can just all be in this together. I mean, it's hilarious. It so, is so funny. So yeah. I know. And they're trying to navigate that space too, because they don't realize like at the end of the day, uh, yes, they have a profession that, you know, again, needs to establish trust and, you know, build this credibility, but they are also in the, in the world of marketing themselves too, so that they can establish that credibility. So yeah. it's fun doctors, to kind of help them navigate that. You know, and doctors, well, anybody, I look at doctors, lawyers, you know, you know, people that have to go to school forever and ever and, you know, pass an LSAT and pass the, the bar, the, the, boards. You know, all the medical, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, wow, I, I really think that they do need to stay on top of this so that they can pretty much go head to head with a Google expert, because this is what happens, you know, patients or even, even a customer, a client of a law firm, they come in all, you know, packed in with all Educated. their knowledge that they got. Yeah. And they, they make life miserable, I'm sure for these professionals. And so I think it is important that they say, look, let's, let's look at this in, in real time and talk about exactly what this means and, and really hit it head on and not just kind of blow it off. So I, I'm glad they hired you to do that. It's fabulous. So oh, thank you. <laughs> as we, as we start to wrap this up, you know, obviously everything I talk about is 
my secret to stamina, how I live with no balance. And I know you've got a family and you have to juggle all this as well. So, and you're so positive and so smart and out there and just, you know, you keep going and, and working and juggling, but why don't you share how you keep so positive and what your secrets are to juggling work and family? Oh my goodness. That's like a still a work in progress, but I would say the one thing that I've been implementing more and more are self-care moments. And so what that means basically is every month I pick something either, you know, whether it's a massage that I'm getting done or, you know, a mini like day where it's just myself and I'm just shopping or doing whatever I want to do, just, you know, moments by myself alone. Um, I'm doing that more and more, you know, and I've experienced some fun stuff. Like I did floating the other day, which is like a treatment where you are in this like capsule with, um, Epsom salt and water and you float in this water like bubble wow. for a while. So I'm trying all these little different activities to kind of just give me that little like harmony of yeah. I have my family life, I have work life, which is crazy. And then I just have these little moments of spontaneous me time. And it's that's like kind of how I've been It's like when I floated in the Dead Sea. That's what they yes. did. They made that's what it stuff. is. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. That was calm. Yep. It was a little more, it was a little more kind of dangerous at the time I was out there during some conflicts going on floating in the Dead Sea. <laughs> I think the capsule would be a lot more uh, relaxing. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, because you can play music in there. It's fab. It was, it was definitely something I was like, all right, let's try it. Let's do it. So yeah, fun. I like that. I think that would be kind of fun. <laughs> um, and then, you know, you travel too and, uh, and kids, why How, do you have kids or is that right? Yep, I have yeah. two kids. Yep. Yeah, 10 and 13. Yep. Yeah. And so they're a little bit more easy to take care of now at an age where they don't need constant, like they can get their own cereal if they have to type thing. Right. Exactly. Thank goodness. Yeah. And it's funny. Cause like my husband and I joke in the beginning, I was always home. Like it's, it, and now it's kind of like flipped where I'm the one traveling a lot, but it right. works because to your point, they're pretty self-sufficient. Um, and they, you know, don't need mommy as much, which is good. <laughs> and didn't you and your husband work together too for a while? We did. Yeah. We used to, cause he's a software engineer. So a lot of right. my tech background and understanding comes from the fact that he and I used to argue about this stuff yeah. years ago for me to understand. So yeah. And we well, still actually have done different projects together occasionally, but. Well, it's, you know. it, I think that's, it's the best, you know, I work together with my husband and I always say those of us that, you know, work together, stick it out, stay together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, I was like, yeah, I still like you have, him. You have one common goal and that's to keep the family together and keep the business <laughs> together. And if we can do that, we've made it. So that's great. Well, again, thank you so much, Mirna. This has been, you've shared so many tips and ideas, you know, to, to show the, the soft side of you, the tech side of you, the business side of you. So I so appreciate that. Definitely. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you so much, Cindy. You know, you have always been an inspiration to me and, you know, love you dearly, my dear. Well, thank you. So everyone don't miss my next episode. I will continue to bring you another amazing guest that will inspire you, share their secrets, their tips. So stay tuned, everybody. You'll be hearing from us soon.